Are you ready to scale your business in a way that's aligned with your soul and profitable? I'm Casey Rossi, a business and leadership coach. I've been a full-time entrepreneur for 30 years and love business. I help conscious leaders increase their impact and optimize their lives. Join me each week for tips and deep conversations on cultivating confidence, increasing your visibility, elevating your vibration, and leading with purpose without burning out. Let's go. Hello and welcome, welcome back to the show. By now, you are most likely familiar with the law of attraction. Basically, positive or negative thoughts bring about positive or negative actions, reactions, and experiences in our life. Perhaps you've already experienced this from both ends in your life and witnessed it in others. When you're tuned in, you may experience the correlation between choosing to see your day with a positive mindset, being open, curious, ready to embrace new people and places, and when you kick off your day with gratitude and an inner knowing that the universe has your back and everything is well within your world, everything is happening just as it should, things do fall into place more easily. You've probably experienced this flow. And conversely, you might witness someone or yourself in life that complains about money, that they experience jealousy when they see someone thriving or wealthy. And for them, it seems like they can't catch a break or that one poverty-based reaction after another takes place. And this is such an interesting contrast. It's so strong and it's so far beyond woo or airy-fairy pseudoscience. This law of attraction, this um, this technique of acting as if, which is what we're going to be talking about today, is really powerful, something that's super exciting. I get really juiced up about it because it gives us this opportunity to make changes in our life and something that we don't have to wait for. So I can't wait to dive in. Now, if you've tried to dip your toe into practicing the law of attraction in your life, but haven't really seen the results yet, or maybe you've seen some results, but one, maybe they're not happening fast enough, or two, maybe they're not happening to the magnitude that you want, there could be a couple possible roadblocks. So I wanted to dive into a couple of those just to kind of uncover what might be getting in the way. One of the things is you may be faking it. Because we've all kind of heard that fake it till you make it slogan. And that's almost like you are doing something or thinking something because you should. And it really just doesn't feel like you. Maybe you write a book about it or maybe you get pulled in by Instagram posts advertising these magical transformations that can take place. And it's alluring. But one of the things to remember is the law of attraction and any kind of manifesting is based on energy. We are all energetic beings. We all have a very specific energetic vibration. So if something is off, even by a little bit, it's going to be a miss. So it's not over complicated if we really, really just simplify it all the way back down um, it is not only reserved for a few lucky souls, and if it doesn't feel aligned for you, one of the things that you can ask yourself is, 
what would I need to do or think to actually have this feel like more of a click for me specifically? So if you're saying to yourself that you are a rich goddess, but in reality, you're struggling to make your next mortgage payment, your inner wisdom may may be calling bullshit. It may be like, eh, this doesn't feel true. And what positive or like more of a positive feeling or thought that could be more suitable is maybe I know deep in my heart that I will always be taken care of and directed to the next best action step for my well-being, security, and stability. So you may need to just tweak your inner dialogue so that it feels good to you. And then allow that feeling to resonate through your heart and body. Because that is really what's going to cultivate this change in your reality or this upgrade even in your mindset. Is leaning into that self-trust and soon it will be your truth. That is the coolest thing is that we really do get to paint on this very blank canvas. And sometimes too, I think our canvas is so corroded with all of the digital distractions that we've loaded on top of it that it's really become encrusted. So it also may be a time for you to subtract what's going into your system versus adding. Either way, and actually it might even be a combination, most likely it will be a combination. And so it's like, okay, I really am the artist of my life. This is true. This isn't just something that sounds cool, but it literally is true and it has a ripple effect that I can see a positive reaction in my life like immediately. So again, lean into that trust and soon it will be your truth. Now, another roadblock to your manifesting success could be that you're staying in the mind space. This is so common, especially because we're really on information overload and it's so very easy to not even be conscious of all the inputs that we take in. I'm even shocked in my own life. You know, sometimes if I have a day where I'm just feeling like really extra exhausted at the end of the day, I have to go back and retrace my steps and be like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I have loaded so much in my brain, you know, that of course I don't feel like open and relaxed and like just able to settle because I have added so much in that my system has to process, my mental system, my nervous system. So that's something to really be mindful of when we're talking about mind space, when we're talking about, um, space, and intention. So we know that science has confirmed our thoughts control our feelings and our emotions, and that our feelings and emotions trigger our action, reaction, or lack of action. And then obviously, all action is a direct impact on our results. And in that, If you indulge in staying in the mental realm and you just wish yourself to success, chances are there will not be any results to write home about. Why? Because we are missing the back end of this mindset cascade. And I like to think of this mindset cascade as our thoughts, 
you know, contribute to feelings, which contribute to actions, which contribute to results. So if we're missing the back end of this mindset cascade, which is the action piece, which in reality is the most crucial part of the process because it leads to results, then we can't just hope for our desires to poof in front of our eyes, right? We need to show up for ourselves, for our family, our partner, our clients. Action brings results, not thought. And staying stuck in our heads is a surefire way to procrastination, perfectionism, overwhelm, and self-doubt. And that is not a fun place to be. I've been there. You've probably experienced it too. It is something that I think we almost need to experience so we truly know it's something that we don't want. It's not a place that we want. It's not something that we want to cultivate. So it's good to have that contrast so we're really committed to what we do want. That's what we want to focus on. So again, law of attraction is kind of that as you think, so you become. And we want to be focusing on what we do want, which it's really, really easy to know what we don't want, what doesn't feel good, who we don't want to be around, what we don't want to replicate, but in a way that just actually breeds more of that. So we really want to be focused on that clarity of who do we want to be, how do we want to feel, and what kind of actions do we need to take in order to harness all of the goodness of that desire. And in that, even micro actions will move the needle. And I think sometimes, especially as women entrepreneurs, as female leaders, as people that, you know, really value and have this integrity of what we do and how we show up, sometimes we think the actions need to be so ginormous and that can keep us stuck because it just looks and feels completely overwhelming. And I think sometimes we put in all of these rules and regulations that I'll be able to get X if I do Y. I will be able to feel this way once I achieve one more thing. And that is also something that I think limits us. And it also perpetuates additional limiting beliefs. One of the things that I think um, we often overlook is the fact that even micro actions will move the needle. Something so tiny one step taken with full conviction has the power to ignite true momentum. That is incredible. That is incredible. You have the mindset that you're going to succeed. You then take one micro step, but you take it with such self-trust and conviction and all of a sudden things shift. And it's just like one thing brings the next thing, brings the next thing. Like It's just like when you're riding a bike. I mean, you've just kick-started that momentum. I don't know about you, but I can feel it. I feel it as if it's a wave. I feel this energetic wave when I'm able to kick-start something new. And I always say to myself, like, let's ride this wave. Like, wouldn't it be amazing to never have that wave come down? But that's also not practical either because even when you're watching the ocean, waves come in and waves go out. They have a peak 
and then they have like this rest. And so there is this beautiful continuum that you see in all different cycles, but especially it's very much evident in nature. And so we want to be able to kind of have that that peak and that rise and then wait for the fruit of our labor to come in, wait for new things to actually have a chance to um, be processed in our system as well. And I think sometimes we jump the gun and we jump onto the next new thing before we've had any time to truly let it sink in and soak in. I was recently on a coaching call and one of the attendees was talking about having like her world shaken from something that had happened on a previous mastermind call. And she was just like, she found a lot of inner resistance. It kind of had to do with um, her messaging, her new pivot and things of that nature. And inside she was kind of resisting like, oh, geez, I don't know. I don't know. And I was so impressed by her inner wisdom to rest because she knew that she needed to absorb and assimilate this new information, this kind of paradigm shift to up-level her identity. And I love that. I loved it so much because I feel we often just jump super fast into the next task, right into our to-do list, right into the next piece of content before we like take ownership or customize what that new concept that came across our path. How do we customize that concept so it feels really good to us? And that's a whole part of being in alignment. So I there is definitely space for motion and rest. But in this particular context, when we're talking about getting out of the mind space, when we're talking about busting out of being in that stuck spot, one of the things I always remember is Newton's first law, and that is the law of motion, which is an object at rest stays at rest, and an object in motion stays in motion. So this means you have the power to kick off a positive trickle effect by choosing motion and taking action. To me, that's super exciting. And again, I'm all about balance. So as much as we are pressing on the gas and taking action and putting those micro steps and giant steps into place, whatever feels right for you in that moment in order to kickstart those processes of identity upgrade and moving towards your goals, to counterbalance that also with some assimilation time to get super, super clear, to customize the process or the framework so that it really feels in alignment to you and that it actually feels like a reflection of who you are because that is truly what our businesses are, especially as solopreneurs, especially as, yeah, the the single entrepreneur you know, where our business is our personal brand, it is a true reflection of our body, mind, and spirit, really. It is how we're showing up for ourselves. that is just right front and center for our clients to be like, okay, cool, I gravitate towards this or this isn't for me. So this alignment piece is so very important. And 
Once you're in alignment with your desires and you've gotten clear on what you want and it feels good to you, that your desires are truly your desires and not someone else's or what you should be going after, you're ready to power up and take advantage of another technique, which is acting as if. Now, acting as if is a skill that oftentimes falls into the law of attraction um, bucket, if you will. But to me, it's so much more. It has the power to upgrade your identity immediately. And I don't know many other things that can do that. Acting as if is choosing to do, be, and have what the ideal version of yourself does, is, and has. Now that sounds pretty simple, yet it takes intention, discipline, practice, and above all, we're going to go right back to that action piece. So say, for example, one of your personal goals is to be a runner. You may be in a runner's Facebook group, follow the best athletes that specialize in running, purchase the coolest running shoes that you did a ton of research on, and get runner's world shipped to your door. And that's all cool. But if you stay in your head and don't back it up with action, your dream will never become a reality. You'll perpetually be in the wish state. And when you're really honest with yourself in this scenario, you are acting as if you're a wannabe, watching others live out what you want and staying in that hope stage. And I know that if you're listening to this, that's not good enough for you because status quo is not good enough for us. And we don't want to be stuck in our mind and we don't want to be stuck in the hope stage. So applying the act as if mindset to this example would look like asking yourself, what would a runner think? Their inner dialogue could sound something like, running makes me feel free. I can breathe easier. I love how fluid and strong my body feels. My mind is so clear when I run. Being so close to nature when I'm running nourishes my soul. I'm an excellent runner who shows up consistently because I love the way I feel when I run. Now, you may ask yourself, what's the identity of a runner? Confident, committed, enthusiastic, dedicated, Those may be some of the thoughts that come up for you. And from those thoughts and feelings, how would a runner act? What would they do? I mean, it's pretty obvious they would run. They would set themselves up for success by maybe scheduling their time to train, setting out their jog outfits the night before to cue their habit and keep track of their mileage to improve their level best, knowing what they track and what they measure actually improves. Do you see the powerful differences there? And it really just starts at the very top, very top of that mindset cascade and very, the very top of even asking yourself that simple question, what would, and fill in the blank, right? Whether you want to be a runner or an author, a speaker, a successful investor, then you just plug into the acting as if model and act like that now. Not next week, not next year, not after you've done X, Y, Z first, but now. So if you want to be a confident leader, start each day with that intention. Kick your mind off with positive affirmations about leadership, impact, and walking your talk. Ask yourself, 
what would be something that a confident leader would do today? Maybe they'd start their day with movement, a green juice, journaling, and content creation. Okay, cool. Try that for yourself for a period of time and see how you feel and what actions follow. Actions could look like stepping up more, putting in boundaries to stay uber-focused on your most important things. They could look like putting in speaker applications to get in front of larger audiences to share your message. It could be starting a leadership podcast. The main thing is to act as if it's very, very different from wishing as if, thinking as if, hoping as if. It is about acting as if. And by your actions, you will instantly upgrade your identity and shift your reality. You do not have to wait to have your wish granted. You don't have to wait for a promotion. You don't have to wait for permission. It's a choice to step into who you want to be today, to up-level your experience, and then guess what the law of attraction will automatically happen? Like it will automatically come up without force. It will give you more of the experiences that you desire because, again, like begets like. Energy and experiences match energy and experiences. I think that one of the most exciting things is that you can kick off your day every day with the intention of thinking and acting the way that you anticipate how someone who you already know has achieved what you want, right? You may have a mentor. You may have somebody that you look up to. You may have an icon that you've admired um, how they show up in the world. And so that's one way too that you can, if you're, if you're still kind of like, geez, I'm not even sure when I even think about identity, what that truly means. I don't have a clear definition of the identity that I want to embody. Sometimes it's easier to think of someone who we admire, who has helped us, who has this beautiful representation in the world, and ask yourself, how do they start their day, right? What do they do to achieve the things they have? And by doing that consistently, you will automatically become that new identity. Of course, it is going to be unique to you just as much as your fingerprint is. But the cool thing is that identity really is all about what we repeatedly do. We are what we repeatedly do. So in that, our actions shape our lives and determine what results we will achieve. Okay, I know that was a lot. I'm hoping that it has a place to land for you. So my questions for you today are this. What identity do you desire? Who do you want to be? How do you want to feel? What results do you want to experience? And how can you act as if you are already all of that today? Really powerful. So let's see. That's five questions. I'm going to repeat them again. I'm going to drop them in the show notes as well. What identity do you desire? So what's really going to charge you up? right? What is going to make you feel so amazing? You know, a couple examples might be a fluid dancer. It might be a flexible yogini. It might be a light leader. It might be a loving lighthouse. I mean, there are so many ways that you can break out what identity means. And 
your answer is going to be perfect for you. It does not have to fit a mold by any means. In fact, it's better if you bust through thinking you need to fit into a box and truly embrace who you are and the best version of who you want to be. The second question is, who do you want to be? So really defining that. Who do I want to be? How do I want to show up in the world? How do I want to feel? And a lot of times for me, like, I always think about how do I want to feel when I wake up and how do I want to feel when I end the day? Because like once I get going into the day, I'm just like cruising and moving along. But when I do these self-reflection questions, like for me, I want to wake up with energy. I want to be excited to start my day. I want to be like really enthusiastic about the people and clients that I'm going to be connecting with. I want to be excited about the food that I get to create for myself. Like I get really, really specific on how I want to kick off my day. And then especially because I'm very mindful of burnout, I, when I do these questions for myself, I think, how do I want to end my day? I mean, I want to end my day with energy. I want to feel fulfilled. I want to feel like my work matters. I want to feel like I had some type of impact that I supported people Because it's really important to me to have deep relationships and connection and to be a supportive vessel for the people that I connect with. And I also want to feel balanced and grounded. And again, that goes back to, you know, what I chose to to bring into my day and some of those digital inputs that we talked about. So I want you to really take some time with this journaling exercise because I think it can uncover a lot for you. And it's going to allow you to get to the most important piece of this mindset cascade, which is the action piece. Once you get so dialed in on those four questions, the last one really is how can you act as if you already have all of that? You know, and that is so cool. And putting that filter on the glasses of how you're seeing your life when you wake up will bring you incredible, incredible shifts. I really want you to keep me posted on your results. I'm so excited to see you shape shift your reality. You can always continue the conversation in the Women Developing Brilliance Facebook group. I'll drop that link to join us in the show notes. And if you love today's episode, let me know head over to lovethepodcast.com slash brilliance to rate or review the show. Margie F. shares, Casey is awesome. Casey is such a great host, a perfect mix of mindfulness and hardcore business. Highly recommend this show. Thank you, Margie. I appreciate you taking the time to share your thoughts. This show is not sponsored, so your feedback is what fuels me. So to leave a review, you can head over to lovethepodcast.com slash brilliance. Until next time, my friend, breathe joy.